Welcome back to Better or Worse Than Transformers, where we take a movie or a TV show and tell you whether it's better or worse than the most mediocre movie ever made, Michael Bay's Transformers. I'm your host, Joseph, with me are my co-host, Ian. Hey, what's up, guys? And Christian. Hey, Ian, how's our anal fissures doing? You probably don't even know. <laughs> he doesn't you know listen you to the podcast. I know. Someone told me you guys are making fun of me because I don't listen to the podcast. <laughs> I was like, that's fair. That's fair. No, it's good that we're back, though. It's been what? Two, two weeks, weeks for you guys, weeks. three weeks for yeah. me, so yeah. a good summer break. Yeah, very well, summer vacation, but time off school. Uh, Ian, you I, I got mi- some news? I miss talking about movies, so it's good to be back. Yeah. Oh, good. Well, I'm glad to hear it. We're this, doing Ant-Man? Yeah, we're going to be doing Ant-Man and Ant- the Wasp. Ant-Man and the Wasp. She had equal billing. <laughs> Give her her due. But before we get into this Marvel filler movie, we're going to start off with some news. What you got for us, Ian? Uh, so yeah, since, since we've been off for a while, we actually have a pretty good, pretty good number of news stories to talk about. The first thing is, uh, kind of heavy. It's Steve Ditko who created a bunch of comic book characters. Mm-hmm. I know Spider-Man, uh, he passed away. He's an older, I don't know how old he I was. I think he was like 93. Yeah, he's in his 90s. Apparently he did the heavy lifting, like he drew everything, did the powers, and Stan Lee came in and was like, let's call him Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> and got equal villain. You actually sounded like Stan Lee <laughs> there to me. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I heard that somewhere that, like, yeah, he did a lot, like, a lot of the work. Yeah. Uh, he also established, uh, you know, the entire visual style that's kind of followed Spider-Man. Yep. Um, that they, they've really capitalized since they brought him back to Marvel in the cinematic universe and everything. Same thing for Doctor Strange. Oh, yeah, Doctor Strange. So he did well. Doctor yeah. Strange and mm-hmm. he did Spider-Man. Anyone else that we those, know of? Well, those are the big two, Steve Ditko comics. Okay. Uh, but those are the main ones. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so, you know, RIP, you know, but, you know, he had a good life, I'm sure. Made a lot of kids happy nah, with I'm his sure characters. Stan, Stan Lee is like the Marvel Highlander at this point. Mm-hmm. I'm Steve Dick. I'm like, dude, how come I'm not getting a cameo? <laughs> right. Stan Lee, Excelsior this. <laughs> um, Carrie Russell is some Star Wars news we're going to now, guys, is cast in Episode Nine, uh, un- Unknown Role. Yeah. Speculation immediately is that she's Ray's mom online. I've read that a lot. I probably not so i mean she, look, i'm sure she's like someone completely new like a like a, a, a maybe it's a padawan how cool would it be if it was an older padawan they've never I done mean, that uh luke skywalker no no no. like well you're saying in their like mid 40s yeah like well, well the older than the uh the master yeah that would be weird that but would, yeah they've never done that but i, I don't think that would happen I, 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 honestly they need some men like let's not do another <laughs> woman i mean i'm all for you know but let's let's mix it up a little I've bit i've heard that she could be that i guess in one of the books hashtag not enough men in star wars <laughs> that Dude, would trend don't like, put that on twitter <laughs> <laughs> we're viewing into like the wrong part of the fan like people are going to take that and run with it. um the i've heard that maybe a knight of ren Oh, that would be cool. Are, are those still Ooh. a thing? Are we oh, sticking no, with that? I, yeah, no, I've completely heard that that's going to be explored in the next one. And possibly, I guess one of the books talks about how Snoke has another apprentice. Ugh. And that she could be that apprentice and when she's real pissed off when Kylo takes over. And I don't think... You think they bring in a, a brand master. new character? I like, still, I don't know. I think she's going to be tied into something more established. Than yeah, yeah, than just like another unknown you know what I mean? That yeah, seems no, like I, I totally. Known. I think Ray. I mean, just on sheer looks alone, Ray's Ray's mother is a is a great. She looks. Yes. She looks. And like maybe she was a junker, right? But maybe she. We can't find. Like maybe it starts out they can't find any Force people. So Ray's like, wait a minute, I got some stuff in. Maybe my mom does too. And they got to hunt down Ray's mom or something. I, I hope they don't maybe, do that. Maybe she's a Jedi <laughs> who's also in hiding, like Luke Skywalker, and Ooh, hides out as a like junker. That. I hope I don't they know. don't do that as well. Look, She'd be a real terrible Jedi if she left her daughter. Here's the, here's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, there's precedent. I don't know. Like He I, became a Sith. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They're, 
they got to do good with that movie. Because the gonna, further I, you get away from Last Jedi, like, the worse people remember it. Like, I don't think it's that bad. But I think generally it's getting remembered worse and worse. I just went back and rewatched it. I enjoyed it more when I, I rewatched it. But I think it. the general yeah. population, especially yeah. with some of the the characters that they decided on, I, I think it's going to get the the trolls are going to make that movie mm. remembered badly. Yeah. Uh, whether that's fair or not, yeah. they've made it their mission for that movie to like go down in flames. Oh, for sure. They're trying. They try so hard to crucify. Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think like it gets a bad taste because of a lot of that. You know, it's the- better than that. The question is, does Disney double down? Yeah. Or I don't. Do they... I think they're going to back down. Yeah, well, here's what I think. I don't even think it's Disney. I think here's we're going to have a dramatic problem between J.J. Abrams starting his, his universe and his mystery box and the things he wants to set up, and then Ryan Johnson taking it and taking an axe to it, and yeah. then handing that right back to J.J., like what is he gonna do? Is he gonna follow the same like kind it's of? It's not like JJ didn't know he executively he was an executive producer. On but I agree with Joseph. Show. They don't feel like jointed movies. Those two movies feel very disjointed. But yes. Last Jedi and Force Awakens. Like I don't I don't feel like that's a that's not a like it wasn't storyboards. This is the whole story. One is you know seven eight nine. Those two feel completely different. Like I, I don't, don't I don't feel that way so much. But I respect I your opinion. I genuinely yeah. don't think they had a plan for this at all. Oh, I, I agree with that assumption. Uh, like they just like I, it doesn't seem like Last Jedi takes the characters in places I don't think Force Awakens was intending them to be taken. And and so now you're placing JJ JJ fucking fan service Abrams and putting him in a position where he can either maintain this direction that's it's different and it it, it might be good it might be good that you're doing something different but it's definitely something different from what the fans are expecting and what they think they want and he has the option to do that or he has the option to course correct and come back to you know what I feel like he was originally trying to do and I don't know I don't trust I I, I just don't want a reboot of Return of the Jedi. Well, it's funny because I, when I, when we were talking about uh, Carrie Russell, it was like, what if she also turned into a Sith and then Ray has to fight her? And I was like, wait a second, no, that's that's Empire Strikes Back. That's the same. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. The other the other Star Wars news is uh, Billy D. Williams is coming back, so Lando will be back in Episode Nine, which will be cool. Uh, so Lando, yeah, uh, old. I hope he, may, you know, he needs. To, we need to film that movie quick because he's not looking very good. <laughs> so let's get let's get rolling on Lando. Let's get him on on set. I don't want another Leia, you know, de-age situation. So let's get the real Lando with the real face. Do you think? Uh, do you think they're only putting Billy D in this because of the Leia situation? Yeah, this movie was meant for Leia. 100%. Oh yeah, I think so. Yeah, and I think she's dead, so they gotta they gotta put someone else in. There. I don't think he'll have a big role. No, like I said, he should have been in. He should have been in Benicio del Toro's role. Yeah. And they could have altered that a little bit and made that movie so much better. And it we can't we can't go Jedi, back. I know, and there's so much say, about Last Jedi that I could fix. If I will you gave say me a chance. one thing on the Carrie Russell thing. The thing that nobody talks about is she could just be an alien. Like she could be a completely like CGI character. I don't think so. I don't think but, so either. She's okay. too pretty. Okay, she looks too much like Ray's mom to be anything else. <laughs> Maybe she's Ahsoka. God, don't don't what, even don't even tease, tease me. <laughs> Put some dots on her face. It could work. <laughs> Um, all right, the next thing is, so, Nathan, what is his name? Fillion. Fillion. Who is just posted yesterday, I guess he was teasing something about, uh, Nathan Drake, who's the star, like, the protagonist of Uncharted, the video game series. They're really popular. There's four of them on... Five now? I thought there was... Maybe five, I'm not yeah. sure. No, there's, there's four. Um, and then there's, like, a spin-off, Lost Legacy. I, mm. I play these, I'm like... Kind of a kind of a nerd. Um, so oh, kind of yeah. Actually, I'll claim that I'm 100. <laughs> percent um, So I guess he looks just like who's called Nathan Drake. He's the protagonist. It's kind of like an Indiana Jones, but more lighthearted. You know, mm. um, that's a he, very good way to describe it. And he kind of runs into like you know looking for Mayan artifacts, mm. and there's always a supernatural 
quality to it. Mm-hmm. The first one's in the jungle. The second one's in the Tibet mountains. Um, he's got like a side character who's like a girl. But um, they made a fan movie. Everyone's wanted him to do it. Um, Sony has the rights, and I believe Tom Holland's cast right now is like supposed to be a young Nathan Drake. Yep, they've supposedly been making this movie for yeah. Mark Wahlberg was supposed to Mark Wahlberg was supposed to make it originally yep. with someone, and then he dropped out, and then now Tom Holland's making it with a different director. But this is independent of all that. So um, some director and Nathan Fillion, and then they got Stephen Lang, who's the bad guy in Avatar, to basically make a fan movie. It's like fifteen minutes long. Mm-hmm. I guess they're going to talk about it at Comic-Con. I don't think it's released yet. They've released like a one-minute clip of it, though. No, I watched all 15 minutes. Oh, oh you yeah. did? Yeah. Oh, so it's out. Mm-hmm. Is it cool? Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Oh, I really the want to watch it. I didn't know. I misread the story then. The one problem I would say I have with it, and it's it's minor in regards to it being a 15-minute fan film, but Nathan Fillion is just too old he for is, this He for sure. Like, he really? Just, he looks like, like a... 55 year old man like running around with like two pistols strapped to you know what i mean like it just yeah. it doesn't they miss their window with yeah if you got nathan fillion like right after firefly which was probably before uncharted came not out. even that like right it before was. castle like you could have gotten <laughs> yeah, him right then and everyone castle. wanted it right then you yeah. know what i mean he's just too old and he looks old in the part but he has like all the charm and everything yeah. like that Stephen so. lang is perfect as sully like he has like yeah. a, a right hand older guy who's yeah. like you know grunty he's pretty funny mm-hmm. and they got a you know i like Stephen lang. i guess the tom holland one uh, from what i understand has almost come to a complete stop though. really yeah. yeah i doubt that gets made that's the wrong angle on it it's yeah. the video game people would hate that yeah, well, I guess the, it would focus more I mean, on Sully than I. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it would. It, it's a mistake if they make that movie. I think Tom Holland's people. also gotten. He's graduated above that role now that he's like doing Spider Man and stuff. Maybe I don't know. What else has he done? He that, was in that in the Heart of the Sea movie. Yeah, I was saying the a big Moby Dick movie. Yeah, I, didn't see it. I mean, it's a, it's a fairly major part in that movie. Did you watch it? I watched some of it. Oh, I didn't it was watch really it. boring. It was. That's why I didn't watch all of it. <laughs> Ron Howard's very hit or miss. Yeah, anyway, um, but no, a hit. I mean, look, it, it is too old, but I mean, he, he's the reason people wanted Nathan Fillion in that role is because he's just got that charming wit. Yeah, that, which the character has too. Right. And, and like, it's just it's such a perfect fit for his personality, even if it doesn't match his, his body or physique at this yeah. point anymore. So yeah. I'm, I'm just glad they, they did something with it just to at least acknowledge it. Next thing is we got some Sam Jackson news. Uh, the first thing is Captain Marvel, which comes out in March. It's like a Marvel movie set in the 90s. It's a prequel. He's going to be de-aged the whole movie. Which, Him and Clark Gregg both. It's I, And I hear apparently he's looking like Pulp Fiction Sam Jackson. So he's going to have, like, hair. Um, I mean, he looks pretty pretty much the same. Oh, he, for sure. No, Sam Jackson is... He didn't age much. So he ages exceptionally. Honestly, yeah. you just put a wig on him. That's all you have to do to de-age him. <laughs> um, and then the other thing is he's been spotted on the Far From Home set. Which is Spider Man prom. Getting a lot of Nick Fury next year, I guess. Yeah, bring okay, him back. I in, miss Nick Fury. Bring I'm him back into the fold. Back. Yeah. Also, I love the idea of a Nick Fury Spider Man interaction. Yeah. Yeah, no, that is really good. That could it's be like funny. Kind of crotchety old dude uh-huh. been around forever and this young, super excited kid about being a superhero. Hopefully, those are the next two movies coming out besides Infinity War. So, yeah, you're definitely a lot more Sam Jackson. Uh, Birds of Prey, which is a DC Universe movie. They confirm the lineup it's going to be in there. I guess it's Black Canary, Huntress, Harley Quinn, Cassandra... Kane. Kane. Kane, and Renee Montero. If I'm saying that right? I might not be saying that right. I don't know who that one is. I don't I know who Renee last Montoya, is. I believe, is a... Yeah. Who is that? Do you know? She's a cop. Like she, Oh, like, like the yeah, Latina yeah, cop yeah, yeah. from like, the, the Justice League show, or Batman show. She's in there. Isn't she also the one that like 
betrays what's his, what's her face uh, in fucking the Dark Knight. Is that her? Is I that think who so. that's supposed to be? Yeah. Oh, she betrays. Uh, oh, you're right, Officer Montoya. Yeah, yeah that's 100. percent Oh wow, I didn't know. That. I didn't realize. That's a good pull. Never made that connection. Good pull. Yeah, good job. It's the most impressive pull you've ever had on this podcast. That's right? probably true. <laughs> <laughs> We're writing this down. And uh, Cassandra Kane, she was Batgirl. I swear she's just Batwoman, but I don't have the comic chops to back that up. Honestly, Batwoman. if we really have reached the point where we needed to differentiate a Batwoman and a Batgirl. It's an important distinction <laughs> in the character. There are different ones. <laughs> um, I don't know much about Huntress either. Or Black Canary, honestly. These are like lesser... This is going to be... I mean, Black Canary is a pretty big hero. She's a Justice League person. Yeah. You know, she's on See, the Arrow watch. TV show. See, I don't watch, I don't watch well, it. Isn't Huntress used like historically... I think her origins changed a couple times. Isn't she historically Batman's daughter? There is an alternate universe version of Huntress. Okay. Where she is Batman's daughter. Okay. It's, she's uh, something Kyle. It's She's Batman and Catwoman's daughter. Right. You know, in the Batman run, they were Batman and Catwoman were going to get married. Yep. But she left him at the altar. Yeah, they say that story's not over yet. That's the midpoint. Of yeah. His... <laughs> <laughs> they could still tie the of knot. his odyssey. <laughs> They're not going to tie the knot. <laughs> and then who else got left last week at the altar in comic world? Colossus got left at the altar for... That's uh, true. By but, who was it? Kitty Pride, I think? Kitty Pride. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but, who would marry but a Gambit? metal man? He's <laughs> <laughs> got a big... Uh, uh, <laughs> Gambit and Rogue, I guess. Stepped Steve, up. He stepped up. Yeah, he stepped up. Well, if you're not going to do it... <laughs> <laughs> we will. I like Gambit. Not that Gambit movie, though, Nips. <laughs> X-Men Origins. Oh, yeah, it's not a Gambit movie. It's got a... He features in it. I mean, he is... What, what's that guy's name? Taylor, Taylor Kitsch. Oh, yeah, Taylor yeah, Kitsch. Yeah, Taylor Kitsch. That guy is fucking, like, movie kryptonite, movie poison. <laughs> he's not even that bad. He's not, but he's <laughs> No, bad. he's everything. They put him in True Detective Season 2. It went bad. They put him in John Carter. Like, yeah. But like, he's not bad he's in He's worse than, uh, than the guy who played Captain Boomerang in Suicide Squad, who's also movie kryptonite. No, that Jai guy Courtney. is bad. Jai Courtney. They <laughs> are both the same. <laughs> I think Taylor Kitsch is a pretty good actor, but um, yeah, he's a lone survivor. Well, that is the best movie. Yeah, he's that, in. That's yeah. the, there's an exception to every role, <laughs> which is which is great. <laughs> I used to work with a guy who like worked in government whose name was Mike Murphy, and I could not think Whoa. of anything else because <laughs> like for a long time, I just like on the phone, and I was imagining like Rip Taylor Kitsch, and he was just like, a weird nerd. <laughs> so it wasn't quite the same, but in my mind, it was great. Um, some Fast and Furious spinoff news. They're doing a Hobbs and Shaw movie, which is Jason Statham and The Rock's character. One thing is they cast a villain. It's going to be Idris Elba. I'm super excited about that. I'm more excited for that movie than I am Fast 9 or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, one of the things I read is yesterday The Rock said he's not even sure if he's in Fast 9 because of that beef (laughs) stuff. (laughs) The Rock's trying to like steal that from everyone. That's like, franchise. No, it's, he's trying to rob Vin Diesel of his franchise. He's That's a, what the beef is. He's a way more charming than the rock. No, I, mean, I and know. Vin and, and Vin Diesel hates that he can't do anything about it. He needs yeah. to stop being a fucking man, weird... a bald man. Yeah. <laughs> There's no, something yeah. else. Who else is he feuding with in Tyrese. the cast? Tyrese. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, because he, and Tyrese is like, because he's making it about himself. He's kind of right, because like, this movie's coming out next summer. Mm-hmm. Fast 9 was supposed to come out at that time. They pushed that movie back a year. So they pushed back Tyrese and Vin Diesel's payday a year because the Rock spinoff took that spot. Yeah, but Vin Diesel got another movie out of it, so he's fine because he's got Bloodshot coming out next year. That's true. Yeah, but Tyrese don't. Tyrese no. ain't got <laughs> That's why I think the Vin Diesel news like kind of calmed down a little bit, yeah, but the Tyrese one People stepped in and were like, hey, Vin, like, you got a lot of money. You're Groot, dude. Like, <laughs> shut up. You know what I mean? That's true. He also has a vendor, so yeah. he's fine. Yeah. But Idris Elba will, will kill him. I mean, Stringer Bell with a... Uh, with a European accent. Yeah, which is, yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, it's his actual accent. 
<laughs> but I mean, I don't remember very much of the last Fast movie because they all started to blur together after mm-hmm. a while. But like the very best part to me was was the yeah. Rock Jason Statham scene where they're breaking out of the prison. Also, I the never one where, saw that movie. Oh, Fast Eight. Yeah, it's pretty good. Also, like the scene where Jason Statham is on the plane with the baby. Yo, that part is also yeah, really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. So like Jason so, no, Statham, no, no, they're the best part of the movie, right? So like, why shouldn't they take over? <laughs> like yeah. all all he, you know, Vin Diesel does those movies talk about fucking family, family this, family that. You know, he doesn't even. He's not funny. The best moment in any Fast movie to me comes in Fast Five, and it's like the first scene with The Rock, and he has that like nasty goatee. Yeah, and uh, he's like two rules. Get me a translator and stay out of my fucking way. <laughs> and it was like a perfect introduction to who Hobbs was gonna be, and it was perfect. Yeah, Hobbs is a good character. Yeah, it's but, uh, the perfect amount of WWE wrestler. Yep, that you know can work in a film franchise. And like, it's the per- those movies are great action movies. Like they like you suspend belief and like they just keep getting more ridiculous. Mm. Like they brought in Helen Mirren as Jason Statham's mom in the last one, who's like a I think an MI six agent. They're also bringing in Claire Foy. That's the other casting news. Who's in? She stars in The Crown, which I know a lot of people like as his sister, who's in MI6. So they keep bringing in. It's all about family. Yeah, keep bringing in family members. You know what I mean? And and that's smart. You know what I mean? I bet you Eater Selva is going to be like Ludacris's estranged cousin or something. <laughs> like I. <laughs> it is all about family. Um. So we'll and Corona. See. And, yeah, they drink yeah. a lot of Corona. And, 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 and fast cars. And fast cars. <laughs> <laughs> and scantily clad women. Those movies are ridiculous. They are ridiculous. <laughs> but I enjoy them. Um, the last bit of news, quickly, is one of my favorite TV shows. It's not on anymore. Uh, Downton Abbey. It's about <laughs> the Crawley family. It's on BBC. I would highly recommend if you like Mad Men. It's legitimately pretty good. Um, they're doing a movie. The creator is Julian Fellow, and he's directing the movie. He's writing a script. Maggie Smith's gonna be back. Who, if you haven't watched Downton Abbey, you know her from Harry Potter. She's um, what is Professor that? McGonagall? There you go. Mm-hmm. See, I need a Harry Potter person. Yeah, you're in. welcome. I just know it's the Hogwarts lady. <laughs> I mean, uh, that's also fair. Um, one, of, one of them. And who else? Hugh Donneville, who's in a bunch of stuff. But what would you guys? What would be most known for? I don't know. I don't know who the that bear. Is. What's the bear movie? Hugo? No, the, the Paddington. Paddington. He's in Paddington, mm. but. Um, what about the guy who played the Beast and Beauty and the Beast? Is he coming Dan, back? He dies. And, oh, oh well, spoiler. spoiler. My bad. <laughs> it's the most sad thing ever. <laughs> yeah, he is. His wife just had a baby and he dies in a car accident. They had cars. Like show? they're rich. Yeah. So it's like it goes through World War One and World War Two. Oh, so it's like, I thought it was like the eighteen. No, it's like it basically, yeah. it's, it's basically all about like the decline of like the class system with all the servants hmm. and how that goes away. You know what oh. I mean? Oh. So anyway, you may, you're actually selling it more to me than genuinely yeah. ever has. No, it's pretty good. I would give it a shot. Anyway, that's all the the news. Fantastic, cool. So, so. this week we're gonna discuss Ant Man and the Wasp and tell you whether it is better or worse than Transformers. Uh, it is a sequel to Ant Man, uh, directed by Peyton Reed. It came out what is 2015? I think so. Same yeah. year as Age yep. of Ultron. Uh, yep, exactly. Same exact thing. It was a palate cleanser for the Avengers. Yeah, yeah, pretty pretty white bread formulaic Marvel movie at this point. It stars Paul Rudd as Ant Man. Uh, it was originally supposed to be directed by Edgar Wright, but he dropped out at the last minute. Uh, it's fine. It's a fine movie. Um, I like Ant Man. Yeah, I don't mind it. Ant Man also appeared after after that movie. Also appeared in uh, Captain America: Civil War, yep. which is an important plot point going forward. Yep. Yeah, that's that's the only the, the only other thing I feel like is important is that this is the first Marvel movie 
that we've seen since Infinity War. So it is. It's you. Know, it was at least what we thought to be designed as a palate cleanser uh, after kind of a, a doomy, gloomy. Yeah. Uh, and this movie takes place four years after Civil War, mm-hmm. and it's it's running concurrently almost to Infinity War. Yes. Yes. Um, so yeah, that takes us to Ant Man and the Wasp, 2018, directed by Peyton Reed. You want to give us a synopsis, Christian? I will do my best. Uh, Ant Man and the Wasp. I'm gonna try to pull what I did for Deadpool. I'm see, see if I can do this again. Let's move my new thing. I'm gonna do this for everyone. Ant Man and the Wasp. The size shifting, quantum realm drifting, <laughs> Ant Man suit gifting. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> uh, 2018 film starring Paul Rudd and Evangeline Lilly. Uh, picks up, uh, like Ian said, four years after the events of Civil War. Happens congruently with Avengers Infinity War, where we find Scott Lang on house arrest, where he made a deal with the government for breaking the Sokovia Accords and helping Captain America. All he has to do is spend two years on house arrest and then two years on parole or something like that. Mm-hmm. Either way, he makes out good. Uh, he's yeah. three days away from being done when he has a vision of the Wasp stuck in the quantum realm and... That brings Hank Pym and his daughter Janet back into his life as they go on a search to try to find a way to get in the quantum realm, which happens along with trying to save this... What is ghost's name? Uh, Anna Ava Johnson. Ava. Ava. Uh, yeah. Where, uh, which also happens to go along with the villain of the film, Ghost, as she tries to tap into quantum realm energy. Um, it's okay. Just, just to be clear, Hank's daughter is Hope. His yeah, well, I'm assuming Janet. you've probably seen the first movie if you've seen this one. But yep. Fair point. But uh, what did what did you think, Ian? What are your initial reactions? I thought I liked it walking out. It's I would say it's forgettable though. It's it's definitely like a step down than the last couple because your last couple have been Thor Ragnarok, Black Panther, and Infinity War. Dude, go back even one more. You went Spider Man: Homecoming, Thor Ragnarok, Black yeah. Panther, Infinity War. Yeah, this like, is dropped down from that. Whew. Even Guardians Two is much better than that. That's fair too. Yep. So um, they went on such a run, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but this is this is not. I wouldn't say it's a bad movie because no Marvel movies are really bad. You know what I mean? But it's that not something that I wanted to see again. Like I, I mean, I've talked in this podcast. I watched Black Panther like seven times. You know, I watched this once. Haven't seen it again. Had no desire to walk in it again. The only thing that I'm talking about, and I'm not going to spoil anything. We'll talk about this later. Is, is the stinger? It's got the best mid credit scene in a long time. We, I don't, don't want to we'll talk it's about be- that too. I don't want to say the best one ever. But that's the thing. Everyone, I, you know, I, I work with you know a lot of people who watch these movies. And that's the only thing people are talking about. No one else is talking about anything about that movie except that mid credit scene. So I, I think it's okay. There's some underused characters. Michelle Pfeiffer is not in that movie at all. I that's don't even know. I don't even know why you cast her. Uh, Walter Goggins deserved more. Definitely. Um, he's great. It's just why would you waste him on that? I'd like to, you know the only thing I want to know about that is if you could make a plot point. Who's his buyer? His buyer could be someone cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. But other than that, I I think he's underused. The villain, uh, not the villains. You know, okay, she's she's good in what I like her power set. I like that it's not the same as the the heroes. But Lawrence Fishburne is also underused. Very wasted. They got a lot of people on there who like they have no well, nothing me, to do. Let me read you a list because I was trying. I I like to do the cast list beforehand, yeah. and while I was doing this, like, oh my god, there's so many people in this movie. So we got Paul Rudd in the starring role as Ant Man, Scott Lang Ant Man, Evangeline Lilly as as Hope Van Dyne, uh, Michael Douglas as Hank Pym, Michelle Pfeiffer as Janet Van Dyne, Michael Pena as Lewis. Uh, his his mm-hmm. best yeah. buddy, criminal friend Ti, who's also they're uh, great. On their, yeah, they're 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 like the, the, the best comedy part of still is yeah. great with those. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne as Bill Foster slash Goliath. 
Uh, Hannah John came in as Ava. The go- I, I'm not really familiar with her. She's she in, was like, in Force Ghost. Awakens or less. She's, she's in Star Wars. She's, movie. she's also in. Um, I know that she's, she's in, in a Black Mirror episode. Yeah, oh, she's really? but she's in I that movie really uh, about the video game. What is it called? Ready Player One? Yeah, she's yeah. Ready Player One. I don't know what she oh, is in that. She worked for TJ Miller. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay, yeah. yeah. And yeah, we got Judy Greer and Bobby Cannavale. Is it Cannavale? How do you say it? Bobby Cannavale. Is it Cannavale? I don't know. I have no that's idea. That's why I've always said it. I love um, him. He's good on Boardwalk Empire. Walton Goggins, who's criminally underused. Randall Park, who's delightful in this. As, yeah. As Randall the, Park, he's a standout. I didn't he expect him. He's so yeah, funny. As the, yeah. as the, what is it, FBI, FBI agent? agent. Yeah. And, uh, and his daughter is good in that. Yeah, and Ro- Abby Ryder Forrester is Cassie's his daughter. Um, but like, strong in that movie. Yeah, yeah, she is. But like the 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 cast for this movie for yeah. the quality of characters and the quality of movie is crazy because this is, I like almost all of these people. I, but I don't think it's a bad movie. It's just it's it's fine. Like it's nothing special. You know. I think the problem with this movie is very much twofold. I just I don't think Peyton Reed is capable of making a great movie. I just I think you know what you're going to get with Peyton Reed. I think Peyton yeah. Reed's a safe bet. But it's just you're not going to get, like, comedy gold or whatever with Peyton Reed. The second part of that is there's not really a true villain in this movie. Mm -hmm. And there are no deaths or anything like this. So it feels like you want to tell a bigger story over two parts of a movie. But you also have to balance, like, the bigger universe. Ant-Man is just not a character where, like, I feel like you make a part one, part two. Like, I feel like the story of this movie very much could carry over into Ant-Man 3. Like, who's... Walter Goggins' buyer, and, uh, yeah. you know, Ava transitions into being a hero versus being a villain. Like, mm. there are a lot of parts to it that don't feel resolved, and, like, you're trying to build to a third movie, but because of that, that leaves this one, like, lacking, yeah. I think. I, I, I thought the action scenes were not good. The only one that stands out to me is the one where they're, like, going down the hill to San Francisco. And the van's going big and small. Yeah, that's pretty good. And then at the end, he goes to the bay, and he's like, goes to Giant Man. Yeah. Like, that was cool. But, like, the Quantum Realm, I thought would be cooler. You know, it it didn't stick out to me, especially after Doctor Strange. Um, Okay, the only thing I'm thinking about was uh, the magic. Have you ever seen that show about the magic school bus that gets really small? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like that they stole their, like, that machine that he was using. A lot of their scenes in the Quantum Realm reminded me of that show. And I think maybe that was like maybe one of their ideas for that. You know what I mean? The quantum realm didn't bug me as much as it as just as the use of the word quantum. Oh they my god! Yeah, the techno the techno babble in this yeah, movie. Yeah, a lot of science, a lot but, of exposition. Look, yeah. like a lot of. Exp- I can't I, believe they got Michael Douglas to get a suit on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was something. He looked ridiculous. I'm uh I'm not here to to pick on a Marvel movie or a superhero movie or really most movies for. For being scientifically accurate, I think it's okay to to be kind of goofy about it. But fucking don't try and explain it, you know? The experience quantum entanglement. Or, uh, oh Jesus, it's so bad, man. It drives me crazy. I thought the um, I thought the lab was cool as the the MacGuffin. Oh, the thing, the shrinking lab, you know? What yeah, I mean? the thing yeah. everyone wanted. I thought that was I, like when I saw it in the trailer, I was like, that's stupid. But okay, so that's what they've been doing for four years. They've been building yeah. that. I, that made me feel better about it. You know what I mean? It was like a sizable investment in their time. Before, like, that didn't just happen overnight. You know what I mean? I want to get into spoilers, but first I want to hear Joseph's opinion of sure. this movie. Well, I wrote down good stuff first because I, I, have a, I have a lot of negative opinions. So really, my impression is I really didn't like it. I didn't. I didn't love the first movie in the first place um, that much. It, I, didn't, I didn't hate it, but it was it was just fine. Uh, and then this one didn't look like it was adding a whole lot to me. Mm-hmm. But... 
you know, I I, I kind of wanted a palate cleanser. I wanted just a, just a fun Marvel movie. And I had heard that the after credit scene was really good, and I was disappointed on all fronts. <laughs> Uh, so let's talk about the pros. Paul Rudd is delightful. Paul Rudd is the most affable man on the planet. I stand by that. Uh, Michael Pena is also quite delightful. Yep. He's he's a hilarious side character that has got all those little bits where he's like telling a story and they're it's kind of have you ever seen Drunk History? Mm-hmm. It's essentially yeah. what they're yeah. doing. Yeah, you know, for they'll, sure. They'll have it. The, the people talking, but it's Michael Pena's voice. I love over that. It. Oh, bit. it's really great. Cassie as the the daughter yeah. is really good. And uh, Walton Goggins underutilized, but always, I mean, he's the same character in everything. Everything. And I'm okay with that because I like... totally enjoyable. I like it. that character. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, like, the plot is nonsense. There's, there's, like you said, there's no, there's no real villainous presence. There's kind of a villain. We'll, we'll cover it a little bit more in spoilers, but I'm, I, I don't know. Like, there, there didn't feel like enough of... And, and I, I guess there's a lot of a lot of it is searching for Janet Van Dyne in the mm-hmm. quantum realm. And I guess that's like you're racing against the clock mostly. But it doesn't but, even feel like a but, race. But all that felt very arbitrary. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, yeah. So like you've you've been randomly searching for 30 minutes and suddenly we've got like a two hour window. And it's like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? I don't know. I felt like the editing was really choppy, like scenes for either action or comedy. Just kind of like they didn't feel in sync to where I felt like they sh- they should be for those scenes. Uh, the Van Dyne family as a whole, uh, Hank Pym, Janet Hope, they're all fucking stiff. They're <laughs> boring. They don't seem like a family. They don't seem like real people. And I fucking hate them. And I don't want to see anything about them on screen. <laughs> and yeah, the, the, the quantum realm is, is like, it's such a cool idea that they just like, you just pop in, immediately find her and pop out. And there's like, there's no explanation on, on what she's been doing, how she's been surviving. Like, yeah. Any of those things, yeah, that's they true. don't explain anything about what the Quantum Realm is, no, what it can I mean, do. The Quantum Realm is like, disappointing. It's such a waste. Like, they built, that whole movie was pitched on the Quantum like, Realm. Like, the, the Quantum... And then they, like, didn't do anything The Quantum Realm could have genuinely just been a cage that she was stuck in yeah. for the amount the, that the it contributes cool to the The only cool part of the Quantum Realm is, like, he, he starts shrinking, he gets really small, and then the germs are trying yeah, to the, eat Yeah, the tardigrades, yeah, that's good. What um, is it, what's a tardigrade? That's what those little, the little bear monster things are they're actual they're real organisms they're like impossible to kill it's a thing pull number two <laughs> um, <laughs> so anyway uh, all that to say i was i was just i don't know I, I didn't have high expectations coming in and i was still disappointed and it yeah. just like ugh, come on guys i i would on your paul rudd note one thing i i thought as a detriment while i was watching it and then the more i thought about it i actually found myself really enjoying is not every hero has to be a genius right or not every hero has to be the epitome of bravery paul rudd as scott lang is a bumbling idiot Mm -hmm. who just wants to try to do good things Mm -hmm. like and that's totally fine you know it it completely works this movie really i think kind of leans in the comic history of hank pym being a super dick and you really they they like lean into that heavily and so i kind of respect it but it also makes me really want him not to be on screen yep. like i don't want any more hank pym and janet van dyne is still yeah i would 100 percent agree with what you said they are stiff yeah Dude, they, they don't seem like a family evangeline lily is kate like that like that is her role in that movie is freaking kate from lost yeah she's she's a bad actress she's not a good one correct <laughs> <laughs> um michelle pfeiffer like i'm like like for like 
she's not in the movie at all. Yeah. And then you'd make her disappear again. At least let her stay alive. Yeah. You know, like, that's what, her, that's I'm, I'm like... I feel like it's all build up for Ant Man three. The well, whole movie's build up for Ant Man. Well, well, I mean, they're not making Ant Man three. That movie ain't making up money, so that yeah. that's out. Well, well, that's a good transition. Let's uh, let's call it spoilers from here on. Even though we've very arbitrarily just decided to do spoilers in some things and and not in some podcasts and I not in other podcasts. Yeah. I'm not I'm not a slave to the spoiler non spoiler segment. I mean, I'm not either. <laughs> if you're listening to this, just know you may get some spoilers. I, that's kind of how I feel about it. Uh, but yeah, let's talk about that fucking after credit scene. And this is I blame. So you really didn't like I it. I blame this entirely on you. It's a good after credit scene. Be, I, th- be, I think I, you would fall in the minority because you saw it first and you texted like, "Oh, it's the best one." And so I don't I don't know what I was well, expecting. Let's just, okay, let's just first say the after credit scene. There's two. There is two. I didn't watch the last one because yeah. I, I knew what it was. No, it was yeah, dumb. yeah, yeah. That was so cool. the mid credit scene. That's the one. Is um, Scott Lang is about to go back into the quantum realm, I guess, to harvest some of the in- energy for Ghost. And he goes. He, ghost goes. No, no, he goes. No, oh, no, he goes. Yeah, so yeah. So he goes in the quantum. So realm. So he goes in the quantum realm, and while he's there, happens to be the finger snap moment from Infinity War. Yep. And Hope, Hank. And Janet, who presumably are the only three people who know that he's in there. Yeah. The only more. one I think, I mean, Michael Pena must, maybe knows where his van is. Maybe. maybe but is, really, is Michael Pena really going to be an Avengers 4? Absolutely not. Oh, I wish, though. Dude, Lewis, I hope he's Imagine there. if that, if you put one of those drunken history scenes in, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, in yeah. In Avengers 4. So, and, and like, it. and he can, and he's it. talking to Captain America, like, hey, Captain, Captain America's like, hey, look, where's Ant Man? He's like, well, <laughs> oh, man, that sounds great. <laughs> Everything you're saying, selling me. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I thought that I don't know why you're disappointed because like the end, the end of that scene is like he's, hey, what's up, guys? And he's drifting in the quantum realm. Yeah. That just made me like excited for Avengers. 4. He does not, you know, he doesn't have any clue. No, what it right. Is. So the question is, how does he get out? Yeah, you know. Um, how involved i think he's going to be a big part actually of the next avengers movie this makes yeah this makes me think he's going to be a big part of avengers no i i mean that's that's kind of that's how i felt going into this movie it's still how i feel i agree i think the quantum realm is going to be important um, I thought it was a little line of dialogue where she was like, watch out for the time vortexes that's exactly, or whatever. That's what everyone's saying. He's going to hop is, out in the future. Yes, that's what everyone's saying, is that that little line is very important, or she's talking about the time vortex. I want to I wanna acknowledge the fact that why would the why the fuck would they send him back in there when, when she's been when there. she's like been there yeah. for fucking thirty years and knows how to fucking navigate the quantum realm, yeah, it's also not smart. I, he's gotten out. Of, all he needs is those. Blue he things. has been before though. Why doesn't he? Why doesn't he? That's true. Have those blue things? Yeah, right. Why does he need to do the yeah. same thing again? <laughs> yeah. He got out instantly last. I time. thought it. I thought that actually. Watch, I was like, well, just do the little blue <laughs> thing exactly like you did the first. But time. I guess there's something different now. Yeah. So I mean, I guess the, one of the reasons. Uh, one of the reasons I feel like it disappointed me is because. There was a part of me that was coming into this that we would see something in the quantum realm that would offer like hope towards the plot of the next Avengers yeah. movie, like like w- w- what the quantum realm or what was in or the quantum realm could do that would you know either either Even help if, like, the heroes get people back or help them defeat Thanos or whatever. And it wasn't that; it was just kind of reliving that same moment that we already seen. Yeah, I, like it would have been so much cooler is when Michael Douglas goes into the quantum realm to see her. If, like, for a second in the distance while he's in the quantum realm, like, he sees a flash forward of, like, Thanos, but he doesn't understand it. Or, yeah, even... You know what I mean? Something like that. You know, he just keeps going about his business. But we would understand what that means. You know what I mean? Even if he saw, like, some bizarre, like, uh, you know, like, some character that he's never met before, like, one of the celestial characters, you know, like a, I don't know, like a fucking Groot in the not a great group, but, you know, something in the distance that he wouldn't recognize is something. Yep. Um, But for you, us as the viewer, it'd be like, oh, shit, this is connected. 
And I'm surprised they didn't do that because, like, the whole thing Edgar Wright left because Marvel wanted to do more tie-in scenes. Mm-hmm. And I heard the big scene that he left over was that Falcon scene. Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. like, that was the scene. Like, that that was the one they added. And he they shoved it down his throat and he didn't want it. So, like, why wouldn't they do more tie-ins on this one? You know what I mean? Yeah. What's funny is I feel like they've actually kind of moved away from that because all of their movies recently are more self-contained, very are. individual. 100%. Yeah, I, you know, I just didn't, I just didn't love this movie. Like it, it, it was fine. You know, I get what they're trying to go again. Comedic, small story, palate cleanser. It just wasn't done well, and and I really put a lot of the blame on Peyton Reed. Absolutely, I just, I just don't think he's a, a great filmmaker. I, I, it's not that I don't think Peyton Reed should make movies. I think Yes Man is a perfectly fine comedy movie. But you like Bring It On. I like Bring It On <laughs> uh, a lot, actually. But uh, he, it, they've reached such a caliber, and they've been so consistent with mm-hmm. it that had this come out in Phase Two or Phase One, it probably would be a highlight. Mm-hmm. But now. When you compare it to Infinity War and Black Panther, which are the other two we've gotten this year, it just it doesn't hold water. Black Panther is the best. I think you're dead on. I think it's. I think the structural pieces in this movie were in place. I mean, maybe with some expansion in the quantum realm, but like as a whole, I feel like that structure could have worked to make a movie that was interesting and entertaining. But I just don't think he had the chops to to pull it all together either from like an actual filmmaking, the way you make the shots and, mm-hmm. and, and edit it together to like the actual building the storyboard in a way that it like is feels like a satisfying and interesting story. So because I think they do some what's really amazing to me is that it's a movie that has all those problems that you're talking about. And I still was like invested in the villain, you know, quote unquote like I thought Hannah John came in, I think it was her name, does a good job with Ava. Um I bought almost everything about it, and yet for some reason I was just like, this just isn't like mm-hmm. great filmmaking. The stakes are just a lot lower, too. They're very lower. After stakes. Infinity War, it's like, come on, dude, why, why do we care about this? And again, I, I I know so many of the things that, I mean, movies in general, but Marvel movies are, are ridiculous contrivances of, but I mean, this, this was the most contrived, you know, like, mm. here are some arbitrary time limits and some arbitrary, like, I don't know, every, everything just felt very convenient and just put together so that they'd all happen at one time and i don't know it it it, it didn't mesh for me uh we think better worse than transformers worse than transformers i want to say worse than transformers no nah, i'd still say it's better ah, than transformers fuck you by just a little bit i think you guys are being a little too harsh on it have we had it have we had a unanimous worse than transformers no, i don't think we've had one that all three of us were worse ah, yeah, I'd, I'd rather watch him and watch than transformers i would really Oh Jesus! All right, we'll work on that. We will work. I want. I'm going to ask you again in like six months. Maybe I got to sit on it. Um, <laughs> well, anyway, so that's Ant Man and the Wasp. Really, you have to see it. I guess maybe. You're really, gonna, I mean, if you watch the other ones, you should watch it. Watch Watch the after credit scene. That's probably fine. Well, Kate it's on I, YouTube. Kate and I were talking about um, with some friends about how. Like when the new Star Wars came out, when the prequel movies came out, all you had to do was watch three movies, right? And you were all caught up yeah, in all the story. Yeah. Our kids are gonna have to watch like thirty movies. Yep. I know <laughs> Marvel <crazy>. movies <laughs> to, catch to get to get caught up. It's insane. That's that's that sounds fun. Yeah, for sure. Well, then afterwards, that's like, a daunting do, task. Like, I you could, start doing like one a night for I, like a month. I know. I'm doing Mission Impossible. Well, I mean, we're gonna talk about that. I'm doing Mission Impossible right now. They're all yeah. great. I've done through four of them. I'm on the two, fifth one tonight. Look, they're, they're not. Hold on, they are not all great. Well, two number is two bad. might two be the bad. number what? two might be the worst movie. Not just Mission, but one of the worst movies I've ever seen. It's horrible. What I was gonna say <laughs> is they've made five movies, four of which are, are great. great action yes. flicks. Number the first one holds up incredibly. The first well. one's great. 
And then three, four, and five. Three. It's, it's an Philip awesome Seymour trilogy. Hoffman is a tour de force in the third. He's, He's very good. Like, what's, what's so great about three to me is, and you talk about MacGuffins a lot, like yeah, that. The rab- they don't tell you what the rabbit foot is. They don't tell you what the rabbit's yeah, foot is, cool. man. You I just like, it's like a perfect MacGuffin. I like, but number three has, I think I was like ranking the Carrie Russell. Carrie Russell's great, but like the best heist is that first one, like the CIA infiltration. Yeah. And then the second best heist is that Vatican heist and the third one. But I haven't watched oh, the yeah, fifth yeah. one, so I don't know. But the fourth one's good. It's like very back to basics because they lose everything. Ghost, that's Ghost Protocol, right? Yeah, yeah. That, I think Ghost Protocol. That's the my best favorite one. one. That one's it's very great. back to basics, and like I like Jeremy Renner. I like Paula Patton. Like the characters are very likable. Number two though is like the worst fucking movie. Number two is really bad. Like really it's bad. a lot of slow mo Tom John Cruise Roo, walking around staring in people's <laughs> eyes. And then all the the, the action scenes are like, like yeah, exactly. And all the action scenes are fast forwarded through, and you like pick up halfway through. It I like makes when they no they drive the motorcycles at each other and they fly through the air and they're like shooting and spinning at it's, each other. It's he does so like ninja dumb. kicks. Like everything is so like over the top extra. You know yeah, what I mean? It's not like, good. It's the worst. So yeah, I don't know. That one you could tell is like Tom Cruise height of movie power. Like no one was telling him no. Has Anthony he was Hopkins doing, in it? Anthony Hopkins, but the thing with that movie is, like, Mission Impossibles are all about, like, teams and infiltration. That one's, like, there's no other... It's it's him in commando gear doing ninja flips. Have you guys seen the reviews for the new one, for Fallout? I've heard they're I heard good. It's good. They say... I've heard it says it's the best action movie since Mad Max. Yeah, I'm Wow. Real, yeah. All right. Well, I'm hearing... Like, the thing I forgot about, I'm watching them all right now, I started five, is, like, four and five are directly... It's five's a direct sequel to four. Because yeah, at the yeah. end of four, he walks off talking about the syndicate... And five's like a year after that, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, and like I think this one has Alec Baldwin. I think they're gonna they start to tie in more together. I think it's going all the way back to three because his wife's coming back. Yeah, too. exactly. Mm-hmm. And like I, I, I really like what they're doing with. I guess she's in four. Like too, I would totally at the point now. Like I, I hope they keep making more. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Sure. They're, like the, they're they're on a roll. Yeah, yeah. Like the fourth one has that where he climbs the tallest building in the world in Dubai. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. That's a cool scene. The and the fifth Khalifa. one, I, I started at the beginning, and he's like on t- the side of this airplane. <laughs> he's on the side of a C-130, it's hanging on. It's fucking nuts. It's insane. Yeah, it's like the stuff he's doing is cool. The, uh, the crazy thing to me is like, you know, when there are like these director-actor combos that just work like Scorsese and DiCaprio or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Like Christopher McQuarrie and... Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. They make good movies together. Yeah. Like I, I What else have they made? They, so they've done the two Mission Impossible. The two yeah, Mission the last two ones. And then the Jack Reacher movies. Oh, okay. And two is, two is not great, but I like the first one. It's, yeah. it's a worse John Wick. But yeah, I, like I said, I, I'm enjoying yeah. the Mission Impossible movies very, very much. So that's what I've been watching. Yeah, my wife and I started watching them, and then we started two, and I was like, uh, but yeah, well, you, you need to, get, go, you need to, to go, go back. And you just got to push through. Yeah, you got to push through, too. We, we've, we've talked about it on this podcast already, but it really bums me out in, in Mission Impossible 4. They had the option to... to Give Josh Holloway a breakout role. Yes, no, in Hollywood, take it away from, and him. then they just yep. take it right away from him. That was the other thing I, when I was watching for. It's like I Josh Holloway. Uh-huh. It's got the the girl from Spectre. Leah Sado is like the assassin in the beginning. Yeah, and like um, yeah, a lot of famous people in that movie. Alec Baldwin cool. is he in four? He's at the very end. No, you know what? That's the five. beginning of five. That's the that's beginning of five, five where they're on trial because yeah. he's like. At the CIA, four's got Jeremy Renner and five's got Jeremy Renner. Five, the plot of five is very similar to the plot of Skyfall, in that it's like one government agency is questioning another government agency about their failures. Yep, they're definitely probably like, hey, that made a lot of money. Like, let's do that. Yeah, 
Because Alec Baldwin is Ray Fiennes' character. Yep. Almost to a T. Like, their plot line is That's a very, very yeah. similar. It's really hard for me to, to imagine, like, a comparison between Ray Fiennes and Alec Baldwin. <laughs> but that's fair. Yeah. I'm thinking number two again. Like, when he's recruiting uh, the girl from Thandie Newton from Westworld. Yeah. yeah. Like, he, like, just start. They, they're driving in cars, and they just start crashing into each other. And then yeah, like, they yeah, do yeah, this slow-mo right, right. spin off a mount. Yeah. It's the most ridiculous scene. YouTube it, guys, if you have time. It's, I'm a, again, you're making me want to watch Mission Impossible and also, to see how bad it is. And also his hair is just like... Why is the even number <laughs> ones he always has long hair? I don't know. The odd ones, he has like short three, hair. Because this got, one's hair, six, like, right? Three, he has short hair in this one. Huh. Three, he's got cool hair. Like, it's normal. You huh. know what I mean? Like, JJ, you can tell in three is like... J.J. Abrams sat down with Tom Cruise and like, look, I'm going to reboot this and make your life good again, but like, you don't say shit. Like, we're making it my way. I don't feel like the problem with And two number is, two was John Woo, like, Tom Cruise like, hey, John Woo, you can shut up. We're doing this. I'd feel I'm like riding the a motor- yeah, no, I John, think so. Because every John Woo movie is exactly like Mission Impossible uh, 2. I figured that was like Tom Cruise running rampant, but I haven't watched any other John Woo movies. Uh, you, If you've seen Mission Impossible 2, you've seen them all. Yeah. Like, they have doves <laughs> and slow motion gunfights. Yep. And- like the villain at the end, he's like, I want stock options. And it's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, that's what he's trying to get out of it. I'm like, Jesus. It was, the, it was the late 90s. Man. <laughs> I, know. We were... I was like, you're not getting away with that stock options. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what you guys been watching? Uh, I've pretty much just been watching Critical Role. Have I watched anything else? Did, okay, so I've been saying I've been going back and watching Community. Like, late Friday night, we had a bunch of people at our house. We went and did, like, a group of us went and did an escape room together. And we came back. We had a group, we just all decided we wanted to watch the paintball episodes of Community. Mm-hmm. So good. we watched the season two, which is the Western. And Al- also the, Josh Holloway, by the way. Also Josh Holloway in the first one. And then the Star Wars episode, which is the second part. And we all like kind of had this like group commentary going on about Community. And, about those, and it was actually a lot of fun. Like it was a really cool like, like way to break down the show. Um, other than that, I don't really remember watching the paintball episodes. Are great. Too. I've been I've been powering through some Chuck lately. That's been my wife and I started Glow, and I didn't really care for it, so she's gonna keep watching it. But that's it. Getting yourself ready for Shazam. Yeah, getting oh, yeah, my we, Zachary Levi. We didn't talk about that set photo. Oh, the first yeah. release set photo. That looks. It, that's gonna be a, a train wreck. We'll get a trailer this weekend. I actually I think that one's gonna be good. I think that's gonna be. I think. I think. Uh, where do you fall on that one? Look, I put, it on, DC, re- put I it on record right now. I think the DC <laughs> movies are turning a quarter. I, I am not saying no. That. I completely <laughs> disagree with that. Uh, I think the next three have. I have high hopes for all. I, su- I suspect. <laughs> no, she's it. She's it. He looks bad in that. I that su- costume. Looks here's bad. the thing. I still think that the costume is gonna look better than it does yeah. in like photos in the actual movie. Stop releasing stuff though. It, I agree. It'll look better in post, but stop. It's I know it, it, it's it making looks ridiculous. your movie look bad. And it's giving trolls say, "Hey, this looks." You know what I mean? It's just giving them ammunition. I, I completely agree. I don't know. I, I don't know if it's gonna be good. I like I like the idea of a Shazam. I movie. want it to be good and I, I, just and I like DC Zachary Levi. And I want DC to. We need good. We need good DC movies. They need. They just need to scratch. Why didn't we talk about the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie in our news? Like that's official. That's There's a go. So many it's Joker happening. movie news. I know. I don't so know. Much. I don't even know if I can starts filming like next month. Yeah, but I'm excited for it. You're right. We should have talked about that. Yeah, and he's he's confirmed. He's gonna he's do confirmed. It. He's doing it. I want to see the makeup on that. That's I would be excited for that. I don't think he's gonna be Joker for a large portion of the movie. I think it's gonna be how he becomes Joker. Oh, okay. That's a cool idea. Yeah. Um, but look, you got in that movie. You got Todd Phillips, and we can argue if Todd Phillips has made good movies or bad movies. Bad. No. I, that, I th- is it, there an argument there? 
I think he's made some good movies, <laughs> mostly bad movies. I'm not familiar with the director. Wait, give, the, give, the, give me a sample. Hangover. Hangover, okay. hangover 2, Hangover 3. No, and then okay. he did, the he did first the gun, one is good. The first one a, is good. He did a gun movie, too, with Jonah Hill and Miles Teller. I like that movie. Oh, that movie fucking sucks. War Dog. I War thought dogs. it was funny. You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Jonah I agree. No, that movie fucking sucks. No, but I do I do like it because I... I it's actually a good movie. I like it. I don't like it. Um, but one of the things... It's like Lord of War. What, it's, it's a worse it's worse. Uh, it's a worse version. I, I like it because I feel like you know the two guys get in visits together and then they end up hating each other and you know yeah. whatever. Yeah. And I feel like no two people deserve each other more than Jonah Hill and Miles Teller, <laughs> the two like asshole, average-looking, average actors who think they're way better than they are, who are really mean to everyone around them. Is Miles Teller confirmed to be mean to people? Yes. Oh, is that true? <laughs> I didn't uh, know I believe that. it. Yeah, no, he's an asshole. He's going to be uh, Goose's son in Top I Gun, know. too. I hope he gets blown up. But, but I mean, that actually seems like a good cast, though. <laughs> he, like, fits that. The Todd Phillips, yeah, you can argue, it's got, supposedly has Martin Scorsese behind it in some regard. David F. Sandberger, David F. Sandberg has made pretty decent horror flicks. Um, he had the, what's the one that came out last year where they, they had to be silent in the house because the guy the was quiet, please? No, no, no. No. <sighs> Why did you do this to me? That was, like, two well, years ago. Lights out. Years ago. Lights what? out. No, blackout. No. Life. No way out. None of no oh God, no there's none of those things. <laughs> I don't remember what it was. That movie's pretty good. Get also out. with Stephen Lang. Yeah. Um What the fuck is the name of that movie? I don't know. It has to do with being quiet, if I remember correctly. He he's pretty good. James Wan is a good filmmaker. Yep. Uh and I think the cast of Shazam is better than the cast of Aquaman. I I can't I, I much prefer Zachary Levi as Shazam than I do with Jason Momoa as yeah. Arthur yeah. Curry. Yeah. Um, and Patty Jenkins, I think, proved herself on Wonder Woman that she can make a good Wonder Woman movie. I know you hate it, Ian. She she <laughs> can make a competent movie. But you guys, what do you love at Wonder Woman now? I think I thought you'd gone on record. You're not crazy about Wonder Woman either. I have gone on record saying I think people have Wonder Woman overrated. Yeah. I'm not saying that. That doesn't automatically make Wonder Woman a bad movie. People love people are talking about that what movie being nominated for Academy <laughs> Award. It's not that good, but it's still better than Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah, it's it's, it's on, not a good movie. I mean, Ant Man and the Wasp is fine, but it's it, like a little better than Thor One. Is yeah. pretty much where I'd rank it. I would agree. It's fine. It's fine. It's not good. But I, I don't know. Like I, it's better than Transformers. I mean, we've already talked yeah. about this. Yeah. Anyway, Wonder Woman is contentious for a number. So they of have reasons. a lineup of like four movies that I could see turning out to be good yeah. movies. I hope so. I hope so. I'm just hoping one of them is good. Honestly, if, if, if two for three would be cool for me. <laughs> yeah, if, I got, if they got two out of three, I'd be happy with that. We're going to yeah. see them all, so it doesn't matter. This weekend, we should get trailers for the first two. Is that true? Yeah, oh, yeah, it's Comic-Con this week. Yeah, Comic-Con. Oh, so, right. hey, so maybe next week, just straight news. Maybe. Maybe yeah, Comic-Con. It'll Comic-Con be a weekend. Review. A, a new I'm, new not, I'm not opposed to that. Yeah. All right. No uh, Marvel this year. Well, supposedly. And then yeah. the week after that, uh, if you guys want to do Fallout, especially yeah. if it's getting good reviews. For sure. Is that Joseph, the mission what have you, Yeah. yeah okay. What have you been watching? Uh, I was on vacation last week, so I had consumed a lot of things. Um, I watched all, almost all of the last couple of rounds of Wimbledon, which I really enjoyed. I don't know if you guys watched Tennis. I watched Djokovic. Serena getting knocked out. Yeah. But that was the only and Djokovic, right? Yeah, Djokovic. Did you watch that one. marathon one? I did watch that marathon one. That I watched the World Cup. It's too. not it was interesting in the sense that it, it it was you kept feeling like it could be over at any minute, but it wasn't interesting in the fact that they only could serve. They couldn't do yeah, anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Uh the Djokovic Nadal match. That's how it always really goes. good. Yeah. Uh, that was a fun one. How many um, times those guys played each other. And you guys watched World Cup, you said? I did. You watched the World I Cup. I watched the World Cup. I watched France Croatia and then I watched Belgium put a whooping on England. Uh the other thing I did watch, and this is props to you, not to ruin your thunder here, but fine. Uh, Joseph texted me, uh, I don't think this is going on anymore, but the first season of Dragon Ball Super mm-hmm. was free on the Xbox store, 
And so I watched... I don't know why I didn't take this... You, you don't watch anime. That's why. Yeah. Uh, so I watched Dragon Ball Super, which is the first season, which, if you've watched Battle of the Gods, is the exact same story. Right. And that was pretty frustrating. Because <laughs> <laughs> I had seen that already. Right. You know, it's a, it's a series that's not known for its brevity. It's... Yeah. <laughs> Look, Battle of the Gods tells the story in 90 minutes. This does it in 12, 20-minute episodes. <laughs> I prefer the 90-minute version. That's fair. And... Why also are we getting a retelling of it? Like, I don't know. It was just weird. And uh, I I want to keep watching Super, but I was definitely disappointed by the first season. I so mean, I, I feel like I feel like Battle of the Gods came out before they were like all the way in on Super. I'm sure yeah, it was I'm like sure in pre-production. They yeah. had like an idea. But I think people like, saw the reaction. And people are still really excited about Dragon Ball. Like, oh, maybe there is a, a market for this. Now that they're making, now the Super is complete, they're making a Super movie, which is going to be Broly. Yeah, Broly I saw that. Back. Which is, and uh, yeah, I don't know. Not Dragon Ball Z power levels it's, are ridiculous. There's let's, no reason why he should even compete with them, but no, he will for some odd reason. Yeah, let's go back to live action. Let's, oh, well, we're not. Those we're going to drown me in it. We're going to come. It doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, I watched Hot Fuzz on, on Ooh, my trip. a good one. Great movie. I will tell you, it didn't hold up as well as I thought it was going to. It takes a little bit longer to get started. It's a slow start. It is a slow start. Uh, but uh, that's it, the worst of the three, I'd say. I see that. See, I used to think that was the best of the three, but I think Shaun of the Dead is, is better um, now. I would World, say World's I, End too. I, I would like put World Hot Fuzz above World's End. I mean, I mean, yeah, no, I, I need to go back and rewatch World's End, but even the first time I watched it, I thought yeah, it was Hot fine. Fuzz was I better. mean, I enjoyed. I it, like World's End, yeah. But yeah, no, like I just, Edgar Wright's just his style, his editing, you know, just everything about it. It's just it's so snappy, even when it is kind of slow. Speaking, it of never Edgar, feels I, really slow. I know I read that he's t- he he tweeted something about Baby Driver too. Yeah, from, from so what that, I understand, it's like that's he's a got thing. an idea for it. Yeah, I don't know if I would want that. Oh, I do. I love, yeah, I, I, I love, love Baby Driver. I like, I just, I just don't like what's his face, Elgort, Ansel Elgort. I, yeah. he kind of turned me a little bit. I'd like to see more from him, honestly. Also, he's charming in that do, movie. How the fuck did that guy get a Hollywood career? He has no definition in his face. He's just, he's just like a round sphere, a round yeah. squishy <laughs> sphere on his head. I really like that girl too. I like her too. I want her yeah. to become. No, that's a the thing. thing. I like everyone else in that movie except yeah. for. I mean, Elgort. she was and Cinderella. He's not bad. And I mean, honestly, yeah, it's, yeah, it's easy. Oh, you're right. Yeah, but it's easy because Kevin Spacey's dead. So I mean. It's not like he's not coming back. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you can make that next one. Honestly, <laughs> who is great in that movie is John Hamm. Agree. Yes. And Jamie Foxx. Yeah. yeah Jamie Foxx is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that whole movie's great. It's yeah. a good movie. That yeah, movie's good. Um, I also read Annihilation, finally, Woo! so I can compare it to the movie. Well, while it's not like a faithful adaptation, I do feel like it, it captures a lot of the same spirit. Yeah. Like, I feel, now, now that I've read the book, I feel like the movie... It's inspired by. Did Very you say so. that? Would you say that when you did your probably? Review? I can't remember. Lines. Uh, but that, that's that's how I feel about the it. I feel like it shares the same like themes. vibes and themes. Yeah. Um, but it just chooses to explore them in a different way. But it's pretty good. I, there's I know there's more to them, but I'm actually okay with the way that this one ended. And I don't want to read the other. That's ones. how I would recommend it to most people. The um, other ones aren't as good. Uh, what makes the book so good is the book is very, like, as nondescript as the movie is, the book is more nondescript, and it's almost poetic, and it doesn't, it's more about the themes than necessarily the environment and all this stuff, and I also found it to be creepier. I don't know if you, like, the crawler and, and the tunnel, or the tower is what she calls it. Yeah. Like, all that was weird to me, and I, like, I enjoyed the sci-fi horror aspect of the book more so than I did the movie, but the, the other, the other two books 
commit the cardinal sin of explaining and doesn't need explanation like mm-hmm. you're fine just the way it is yeah no I, well like you said the 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 atmosphere works because it's so creepy because it's so alien and you don't understand yep. what's happening you don't know what's happening but it's just crazy ass shit the explanation you get in the third book is real dumb yeah real dumb um so anyway book and movie i'd recommend they're, yeah. they're, they're both a good time um and i started a new anime called uh your lie in april i really look i want people to watch anime but they need to fucking name these things better (laughs) um this one actually makes sense in the context of the show but you have to like fucking watch the show to get it and it's just it's fucking it's not whatever it's like so i've seen so many animes the the two themes that i've seen like in the last year that i've been watching anime is it it involves school children always all the time except for dragon ball z the only exception they never go to school yeah except for gohan and incest we haven't got any incest in this one but there's a lot of incest in anime don't know why it's just a thing but this one alarming I, I, it kind of is, <laughs> but I don't. I'm trying to think of what anime I recently watched had incest in it. Yeah, wh- where? What anime are you watching? I, I mean, to be fair, <laughs> incest is pretty popular in Game of Thrones too. And I'm that's, just, that's a pretty popular. I'm just franchise. saying. I, I don't know, uh, before this one, the, the last like three of four had incest plot lines to them. Dude, I've been seeing a lot about Kill a Kill recently. Yeah, uh, and after you know, you're the one that introduced me yeah. to it, of course. But I've seen it like in a lot of places. People on Facebook talking about it. There's a new video game. Yeah. And so I'm like, I'm going to have to watch this. You should check it out. It's really good. But anyway, so this, it, it's kind of a, a, a show about, like, these four, you know, like, adolescents, coming of age, whatever. Of course. Relationships, whatever. Um, but it, the, the anime itself is famous for music. It's about musicians, like classical musicians. Uh, one of which is like a, he's a uh, he was like a childhood prodigy on piano, and then he had, like, a tragedy, and he got away from piano. And it, it's kind of about him coming back to music. And the way that they, the way that they animate and like and and tell the musical story of, of like when they're actually playing, when they're playing the pieces, is just beautiful. Like if you love, if you like music and if you like classical music, it's like I don't know, it, it's a home run. Like you just have to watch it. It's hmm. really really good. Where is it on? Uh, it's on Netflix. The dub version is on Netflix, and the Ooh. dubs the dubs really good. I wholeheartedly recommend it. It's got a lot of sappy shit in it in the beginning. And they definitely over-explain things at some points, but but I just like uh, uh, one of the things that I remember when I was growing up and like taking in band, doing mm-hmm. other music classes, is they always tell you to like to to play a piece well to get like the emotion. You're supposed to like envision a story to go with the music, right? Uh, and that that's supposed to like help you get more emotion out of it, get more feeling out of out of the uh, out of the piece. And I always, you know, I, I like that approach, and I, I use it sometimes. But I like the fact that this. The show picks its pieces so well that the piece is directly tied into the kind of like struggles that the characters yeah. are going through. And so like whenever whenever they play, you can attach that story that you're attached to to the character and it makes it I don't know, like it makes everything work together so much better. It's really, really good. Hmm. Um, it's gonna be and really sad, I know it is, but I'm sticking with it. It doesn't matter. So anyway, you're a lie in April. So far, better than Transformers. Good. So is that everything? I believe so. All right, so next week, yeah, I, th- I think we'll probably have enough with Comic Con to yeah. just do a Comic Con episode. If unless Comic Con really sucks this year, that's it's possible. possible. <laughs> it is, <laughs> but cool. So yep. we'll see. All right, have a good uh, good week, guys. Yeah, thank you guys for listening. We'll uh... wait. You forgot about your uh, art and your. No, 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 I'm getting there. Chill. Uh... Out.
Don't rush him. I know. He's got to focus. Uh, but yeah, no, if, uh, if you want to reach us, if you want to tell us your feelings on Ant-Man and the Wasp and why it might be better than we say it is, it's not, but you can try and <laughs> convince me. Try. You can reach us at betterthantransformers at gmail.com. Uh, you can also reach us on Twitter and Facebook at BT Transformers. Uh, shout out to what's what's your uh, what Brian Velasquez? Oh, yeah, I know, I know that. Oh. Um, we we got a request for uh, for an X Men episode. Oh, Rafe Gam- uh, Gamble, yeah, Rafe Gamble is asking that we do uh, an X Men episode. He's a huge X Men fan. He loves he so, loves all the movies, so he's gonna hate our opinion. Oh yeah, no, we're, wait, we're the X Men movies. Yeah, he loves it. Yeah, I think we'd ha- I think we'd have to do them like three at a time. But there's a lot. We could of them do it. We could do a two part or like do yeah. part one and part yeah. two. Yeah, Brian Singer movies and then the the other ones. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Off to a good start. <laughs> but yeah, no. So whenever we next time we have a, an open week, that I'm, I'm down with. We're getting to the end of blockbusters. We definitely are. We'll have a lot so, of open weeks. Coming thank up. God. Yeah, no. I'm 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 done with seeing a movie a week. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. So thanks again to Zach Evans for art and Brian Velasquez for theme, and we'll see you guys next week. Deuces.